Hey, hey, Gundamaniacs, welcome to the Gundam Explained show. This is episode 100, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it's been about two years I've done this, so today's going to be a pretty fun episode. Uh, to start, my co-captain, got Steven. Steven, what's up, man? Cheers. How y'all doing? Thanks for, thanks for having me. Congratulations on this huge milestone. Thank you for having me along. I guess, you know, our year anniversary was, uh, when we started streaming together, was like, a couple of weeks ago it right? was yeah and so that's another big thing it's like i think getting to 100 has been helped by you being on the show and me being on yours as well oh yeah because that's it's, just it's allowing like accountability me to... partners it's like yeah hey are you gonna stream today yeah. because <laughs> i know it, it's it's taught me so much that i didn't do before you know like being cons consistent learning how to really vocalize and et cetera, et cetera. But Another pivotal part in who we have joining us is Ian. Ian, how's it going, man? I don't yeah, know who you're right talking here. about. That's not me. <laughs> I, I'm not. An, I'm not Ian. Now, appreciate you guys having me on the show. It's it's really amazing to be here, and um, you guys have really done a lot for the community, and I appreciate that. Um, it's definitely made introduced me to a lot of cool people, and looking forward to seeing what the next year of Gundam Explained and Midnight Hatter looks like. Yeah. No. And, and again, like I was saying, you've been pivotal too, because in the early days when I was like first, you know, starting to live stream and like find my footing, you reached out and provided not only an awesome friendship, but also just general support in terms of navigating being online, learning how to create relationships with people online. I think my life and maybe a lot of others has like transitioned, especially due to COVID where you can't really rely too much on going somewhere and, you know, uh, getting these relationships, meeting people. Sometimes you have to go online and spend time online to meet people. And that's kind of different and new for me, especially, I guess, maybe my age compared to a younger generation. But I've, I've, I've loved it, you know, getting to know everybody and uh, across these communities. Um, yeah, although I think yeah, that's I mean, like the C word we don't want to use, right, Stephen? <laughs> well yeah well and i was just about to say i mean especially in like a geek community like something like uh like gundam you know me coming from like the tabletop gaming space you know covid pretty much decimated all all types of in-person yeah. tabletop gaming and especially like game stores you know your games workshop type places right you know, like uh you know you didn't have that place where you can get together and play games so it's like well i guess we're gonna go online and um, yeah, that's a very good point because being not part of that tabletop community, that was still a very physical way to like meet and talk with people. And so I can see where COVID kind of made that tough uh, yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, it's good that you and I are hopefully providing a space where people can get into Gundam and, um, you know, learn about things and, and enjoy everything in a, in a mostly positive way. Yeah, exactly. Right. We we want to kind of weed out that toxicity, but you know, we got to make fun every once in a while. Um, yeah. But also, you know, thanks for everyone in the chat. And again, the chat has been pivotal this whole time. So Robert, first one to jump into chat, also the one that introduced Steven and I. Um, yeah, I, we would be remiss if we didn't bring that up, that, exactly. uh, that Robert linked us up and, and the rest is history. I know. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's like Robert knew. Robert like knew what to do. And that, that's pretty awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, in the chat also, we have Gundam Wing. Um, let's see. Fabian Reyes, good to see you. Goose, 
Good to see you. WebFox 100s, Yannick Shadow, Travis Wadlow. So yeah, good to see everybody. Yeah. Um, and and to um, oh Johnny Tacoma. Good to see you too. Uh, and to let you guys know, um, uh, so I'm going to be doing a giveaway. It's going to be a high grade aerial. Um, so if anyone's interested in that, all you have to do is comment on this video. Um, if you're unaware, I have the other Witch for Mercury video earlier this week. Um, that's also another giveaway, and that's a Voodoo GTR provided me a um, Gundam base uh, Zeta 3. So that is also going to be uh, uh, given away as well. So all you have to do is comment on the videos, and I'll just do my normal thing where I'll do a video that I run that randomizer where it grabs a comment. So Did you say Zeta 3, I'm just going to go ahead and leave a comment <laughs> now. If that's Hey. <laughs> give it a shot but fair um, game right what's that i said it's fair game right yeah oh yeah fair game and in fact that's i'm glad you brought that up because you could anyone could potentially even win both it, it could happen you win the one from the which from mercury video and this i'm not gonna limit that that would be funny if that happens <laughs> um but um let's see Oh, Johnny Tacoma saying, I've been listening to the podcast from episode one. I'm on 88 now. Wow. Well, thank you. And I apologize if I, I'm annoying. I don't know. I, I can't, under, I can't really get people like, I can't even talk to myself that long without uh, being like, okay, Adam, change subject. No, so. <laughs> no um, but uh, also check the links in the description for Steven stuff. Again, if you guys don't know, we stream on his page Wednesdays and that, that stuff gets deep like into the hobby, customizing, even gaming, and all that. Um, and Ian has his uh, link down there, too. And other supporters like Zionic Shadow, who has been a supporter for a long time as well. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, so um, what, what I want to start with first is I like to talk about what Gundam or Gundam adjacent stuff we've gotten into this past week. Um, for one, there was a G-Watch episode uh, earlier this month with Ian and Tom. Uh, where we, and Goose, where we talked about robot spirits. Yeah, I was like, well, Goose doesn't, but actually he, we got him to buy something, so. We have converted yeah. him to the yeah. dark side. Um, and during that episode, I learned about a Stark Jagan from Unicorn that is apparently really rare because it was a P-Bandai, um, and it goes for 300 plus. Now, I was able to find one for under 200. I still think that's a lot, but it was more of, this is something that, yes, I would drop that amount for. So oh, here it is. I mean, Ooh, everyone knows what it looks like. It looks really Pretty good. sweet. Yeah. Um, and now I have the Kshatriya, so my plan is to, like, have them together on the shelf, maybe recreate uh, the thing from Unicorn. Um, it You're going to need a pair of shears to sort of cut up the... <laughs> yeah, right. After I spent that Jagan. much on this. Actually, that's where the model kit would come in. So right. actually, good good call on that. Actually, I can make like a multi-stage diorama. Actually, I like yeah, that idea. That, that, that's that'd be the way to do it. I don't I don't know if I could fully endorse taking a three hundred dollar uh, robot spirits and totally butchering it. No, even even if you did put LEDs in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although that's Ooh. actually an awesome idea too. Um, totally getting into that. So yeah, if you haven't watched that video from yesterday, nano LEDs for Gumpla. Uh, that's uh, Minai Hatter's channel episode. yeah, yeah um the other thing i got to this week was there's these gms i bought a while back and i just haven't gotten to finishing up i did some very light weathering i also bought some decals off of ebay now i did find what's the cheapest gm decals and 
they aren't the best quality. It's it's interesting. The the water slide sheet was like a single water slide decal. So a lot of times, what's what's nice about the water slides is as you cut them out and put them in, there's still the cardboard you can hold on to with the tweezers and then use the Q-tip to slide off the decal. The thing, the whole thing is a decal. So it just is a little cumbersome. But <laughs> I I uh, customized three of these. So there's three. And then I have one that's more of like the, it's not customized, but it's just like the perfect version, I guess, where it's just all now, straight. Now, what weathering technique did you use? Did you use like one of these bad boys, the little like no. Tamiya? What I did was I took, it was Tamiya paint. Now, this is like super bright, so I, I don't know if it's like really helping show it. Um, basically, I got just the, the flat gray, and then I put it on a paper towel to get it its consistency less watery, put it on a dry brush, and just kind of tapped at it along the edges. I would then go back with a toothpick to clean it up even more, just to kind of give it, a more like refined limited look and and i I don't know if it's personal opinion but when it comes to like panel lining i don't like it too much whether it's it really depends what it calls for but i like to keep it a little minimal um agreed yeah um and then also what the video from yesterday was uh, about um i got the other uh gmg Uh, this one was the amaro and frabo set came with the buggy and then a federation female uh uh white base crew member it's not really a soldier it's like yeah crew yeah uh outfit which is pretty cool um like the white base equivalent of a red shirt you know oh yeah that's right that's actually, number six the, that's a good the away to... team member that doesn't come back <laughs> yeah um and then lastly local comic book shop happened to have some robot spirits on clearance and I can't pass up seeing these locally. And then, yeah, so I got another type JC. You can never have enough Zakus, to be honest. Um, Because I even bought an additional ground Gundam. I even have the high-grade version altogether, so need more. Um, But, Steven, anything you got yourself into this week? So, hopefully, uh, I've got, got... After this, I'll be editing the video, but I, you know finished the sort of mini diorama where we wired together some of these nano LEDs with some magnets. And so basically, you know, you've got these little, uh, this isn't one of them, but you know, these little one 400 scale Gashapon figures uh, has positive and negative leads in the feet. And you just connect it to this little stand and lights up the LED that's in the head. Uh, I'm pretty proud of it. I think that they turned out really well. And of course, yesterday we started doing the same thing, but to a high grade Zaku, which I, I did manage to repair the the pegs that, awesome. that we that we broke <laughs> off on stream. That, that's one of my favorite parts about doing this live is that, you know, when you watch like a, a curated YouTube video of somebody customizing their their Gumpla, you're like, man, this guy's perfect. Just everything looks so immaculate. But then you watch a stream with Adam and I and you're like, did, did he seriously just break off the command <laughs> horn of that Zaku? Like, I'm like, it's okay. We'll fix it later. It's No. That's... But yeah, I mean, it's coming together nicely. We just need to thread this other wire through, and then we're going to solder some magnets to the feet, do the same thing. I'm going to, you that's know, awesome. basically have like a little hanger diorama that you can light up this Zaku by sticking it on there. 
that's awesome. I can't wait for the finished thing. That's what's cool about uh, your videos is a lot of times it's like a continuation. What is the next step? You know? Yeah, it, always you know? evolving. Like yeah. let's let's take take one concept and then you know combine it with other things. So that'll be a two part video. That's uh, hopefully the first part will drop tomorrow, and then oh. um, yeah, we'll that's see cool. what we can do. Yeah, because this weekend I want to start. I, I was telling you, I'm I'm buying those nano light LEDs to start doing that. So that video will help. Yeah, I I am happy to share that resource with everybody. That that was like a huge find for me. It's a yeah. game changer for yeah. for gunpla customization because you know they're they're cheap, they're easy to work with. Yeah. Well, cool. Um. So Ian, what have you been up to uh lately? Oh man. Um. So I haven't gotten anything really new in the last. Well, okay, that's a lie. I did get some new stuff, but it just wasn't Gundam related. No, that's okay. Um, We're curious. Gundam adjacent? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I get, I mean, do you count uh, Tokusatsu as yeah. uh, Gundam adjacent? Sure. Yeah. Especially okay, since you're the guest. I'll allow oh. it. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> Stephen you. allows I it. So. it. <laughs> okay, good, good. Thank you. Thank you, Sires. I appreciate the <laughs> <laughs> the allowance. Uh, no, I got some uh, Lightning Collection figures, actually. Um, oh. They were on sale. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I need, I'm going to get these just because they're like relatively cheap and they're considered deluxe figures. I got them for like 22 bucks a piece. So, Which ones was, were uh, they? Uh, Blue Centurion from uh, Power Rangers Turbo and the Insul or In Space Silver Ranger with the uh, uh, Space Cycle. Oh, that he I comes think I, with. yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, that's yeah, Solar yeah, Rage is awesome. Yeah, what's yeah, his I know, name? Right? Zane? Was it Zane? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Good memory. Oh yeah, and, and I, wasn't that, that, that was one of my favorite Ranger series? Was the uh, the space ones? And wasn't that where they made that up for the American show? Uh, or am I thinking of something no, else? I think I think uh, that's a series a couple years later. Actually, ah, I think that's okay. Lightspeed Rescue with the Titanium Ranger. Ah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. That's because cool. Zane and Andros were were aliens, yeah, which, conveniently human looking, you know, just to <laughs> keep I, production. I'm pretty sure their their planet's name is based off of like a video game or something like that. Ko thirty five. Oh well, Andros that makes me think Star Fox. That's the yeah, name of the, the villain. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Was that about it? Yeah, that's about it. I haven't. I still. Uh, got to get to that hazel build. Oh, Wait, that's I right. I did get the hazel and the Harudu do set. So I yeah, guess you've that got the metal robot them. spirits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was was that right before or after the our G Watch episode? That was actually like a day after the G we recorded G Watch. Those showed up in the mail. I was I was like, dang it, why couldn't this, this have shown up on G Watch Day? <laughs> this would have been perfect to talk about. <laughs> yeah, curious to see what you think because I feel like that. Hazel is like the most premium a Gundam figure can be. It's metal. It's, you know, a badass design. It's really good. It, it's a good figure. Um, mine seemed to be sealed, even though, because I got it off of AmiAmi. So, oh, yeah. you know, uh, that seemed to be sealed, uh, but it was in really, it was really good condition um, overall. And I like it. I haven't put all the parts on it yet just because I'm like, you know, that I'm kind of like, once I put it in that configuration, I'm probably not going to want to take it out of that configuration just because yeah. of how many parts go into it. So it's a lot of work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about yeah. transforming kits. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, once once it's transformed, I'm like, I don't want to. You know, the, the best one I came across, and this was actually Ian getting me to get it. He, like It was that Wing Zero, the Metal Robot Spirits, and that transformation is actually awesome. Like, I was surprised, mm -hmm. like, because, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't even have any parts transformed. It's like simply, it just transforms. Yeah, so the original release was a parts former. You had to change out the chest and the legs in order to put it into the Neo Bird mode. And then with the metal version, you don't have to do that. It's literally twist and the legs have a component where you just lift up the flaps and you stick the feet in there and it's really nice. Yeah. Smooth. I, I like that stuff when there's transforming that's pretty simple and and I and it's funny because I haven't even transformed my Zeta Verka yet. And I have it, I think right. Right back there. Uh, I need to transform it, but I also need to put the decals on it. Um, yeah. Um, well, Ian, let me ask you, because I know we've talked about this on our G-Watch, which is the exclusive podcast for supporters, but uh, for those that haven't, um, how did you get into Gundam initially? I would say my uh, origin story <laughs> is very similar to a lot of, a lot of people where... Um, I grew up watching it on Toonami when Gundam Wing first came out, and um, it just kind of became one of my favorite shows right off the bat, you know? And then uh, I didn't really know what UC was until much later on. I just kind of was like, okay, this Gundam story is much different than this other Gundam story I just watched. And, you know, I was just happy for more Gundam, actually, to be honest with you. It was that was kind of how That's it was cool. back in the day. And I was actually having a conversation with Talos yesterday. Shout out to Lord uh, Mobius oh. on Discord, um, the Lord and Savior of GBO2. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> he and I are pretty much on the same page where we're like, we're just lovers of Gundam overall. We don't necessarily have to have like a favorite, uh, you know, series. Like I, I just seem to kind of like them all for the most part. You know, do I have my criticisms like anybody else? Sure. But um, I would say that... UC has grown on me in the last year, and that's actually thanks to you and Steven. And cool. Zeta is probably the best series uh, in UC. Yeah, yes, it is. Right. <laughs> Trying not to get kicked off the Good. podcast already. No, no, no. <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny that you, you mentioned that, like, you know, when other series started coming out, you just kind of accepted them as, okay, this is still Gundam. When, I feel like when you're younger, when you're maybe, you know, adolescent, teenage years, you really don't get kind of bogged down in the minutia of canon and, uh, you know, timelines and stuff like that. Uh, it's really when you're in your 20s and 30s, you start trying to make sense of the world and everything. Because I was the same as you as, you know, it, when when the different Zoids shows came mm -hmm. on Toonami, I was like, OK, I don't really know what the difference is between Chaotic Century and, and the other one. Like, I know that I like Chaotic Century more, but I, you know, it's like. You know, I just accept that there's different versions of Zoids, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm the same way. Like when Chaotic Century versus the, I think uh, the one with the Blade Liger, I think that's the technically in Japan, in Japan, that's like the first one. But then Chaotic Century was the second one or something like that. Um, Maybe. Whatever. The, Your guess is somebody will correct me in the comments, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I was like it it's confusing to go from one series to another when you're like, wait, these are the same machines or these are the same things, but they do, it's different stories. Like what's happening. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, uh, and shout out to Mexico. I see uh, Adrian from Mexico is watching this. That's awesome. 
But hey. th Stephen, that's a neat thing you brought up because as kids, I think, and then relating to it as we see canon and storytelling, I think that's a very important thing you're not bringing up because I always relate to as we get older, we allow layers of judgment to sort of mm -hmm. factor in what we like or don't like without even having a rational around it. It's just kind of like whatever. Because I remember as a kid in the 80s, they, there were two Ghostbusters cartoons. One was called The Real Ghostbusters, and the other one was just called Ghostbusters, and it had a gorilla that was fighting ghosts. And for me, I just liked that there were multiple Ghostbuster shows. I, yeah. You know, I wasn't like, okay, is this technically canon that they have a gorilla? He wasn't in the movie, you know? So. Well, and I think that as a kid, your imagination is a little freer. I mean, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I, would, I, I had like an Iron Man action figure, a Mega Man action figure, a couple of Power Rangers, a Princess Jasmine. Obviously, you know, I was one of those kids that crushed on Princess Jasmine. <laughs> but I would, I would play with them all together and have stories, you know, I, I never... Yeah was bound by this well iron man can't you know save princess jasmine from this tiger because it, you know it doesn't make sense it's like uh, no it's you and you, this was before toy story even and i was like i i would i would feel nervous that my toys would not that, that they would know that i'm not playing with them and then get upset so uh, I, you know i i was one of those like people that anthropomorph anthropomorphized their yeah. their uh action figures um so no, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, that reminds me when I'd play with my son. He would want to play with the Gundams, and I would have to supervise. So that would be me, you know, playing with him. And I'd okay. I'd be like, yeah, pick what you want. He's like, uh, that one, and that one's like, well, they didn't really exist at the same time, right? <laughs> that's, was, so you you can't have the <laughs> Nether Gundam and the Ground type because they're not in the same universe. Let me let me go get you a Zaku real quick. But, just, no, but that's what helped me kind of step back. So kids put things in perspective all the time. That helped me step back and be like, you know what? Who cares? This gives me a, a good reason to not do things in canon and have the GP01 and the RX-78-2 side-by-side in battle. <laughs> like, you, know. I mean, you know, like Dynasty Warrior Gundam is a perfect example if we're going to talk about video oh, games, like for, yeah, you know, yeah. like of canon not really mattering in those kinds of scenarios. It's just about having fun, right? Like, yeah kids personify that innocence of of like who cares about what the story is i'm making up my own story right here right now you know yeah and i wonder if that leads to when we get to a certain age and i don't know if what this phenomenon is but it's or it's just me or whatever it's like i think i went pretty late playing with my action figures i remember it was it had to have been 96 whenever id4 came out and i had the alien ship Oh, yeah. But then I was like, I can't play with it. Like, I was like, ah. It was a little bit after, actually, 96, 97. It was after the first wave of the Star Wars figures came out again. You know, yeah. the, and the I re got them. Yeah, and then after a while, I was like, eh, eh. But I would still buy them, but I wouldn't play. And I think it's that mind kind of shifting to where it, yeah, maybe tries to, like you are saying, make sense of things. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But so when... You were watching on Toonami. Did you happen to buy any collectibles from Gundam? Yeah, so um, I was still like, let me see here. And Steven, maybe you can help me out here because I always get like the dates mixed up. But I want to say Gundam came out like around 97, 98 for uh, Gundam Wing, right? Uh, Wing was 95. 95. Holy crap. I was five years old. <laughs> in Japan. So when it came out in the in US. Japan, that's it... true. 
Was it so like on Tsunami, I want to say it was like 97, 98, something like that. Somewhere it, around yeah, there. Yeah, there could have been there could have been a pretty uh strong delay there. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I remember it was the later 90s. That's like what I remember. And I, I used to get the mobile suit in action uh action figures. Oh, cool. Those and, are great. Uh, yeah, my dad used to get mad at me because I would display the the figures on like top of my dresser or something like that you know and then kind of like the whole battles that would i would try and imagine to come up with you know and come up with along the way and he'd be like no put that stuff away <laughs> you know so, real quick i want to say something to that that sparked a memory i was five uh, when we moved into a new house and we were putting my room together and we put the bookshelf up and i on the bookshelf i was standing up my ghostbusters like displaying them and my mom was like oh no no no, you don't do that those go in the toy box i think that's kind of a weird thing how we as a as young people just concluded to displaying our figures but that wasn't a thing a generation ago hmm. you know it was i find that destiny. interesting i i am ashamed that your that your parents stifled that um instinct in you because what my parents did is i would have my you know toys and model kits displayed on my desk and they were like, well, you need to do your homework on your desk. So we're going to buy you a shelf to put your toys on. That's cool. It, so, I, good I, job, Stephen's parents. It, it went away. <laughs> no, that, that idea, I think, went away later when that was my thing. I remember there would be Christmases where my parents were like, just don't ask for toys. You know, because I would always ask. For, and, then, and then it was where I would always ask for video games. So then after a while, they were like, well... How about some other than video games? <laughs> so I was like, all right. I mean, I, I wasn't spoiled, but I kind of got what I wanted. Uh, you know, so I, they were probably trying to stop this addiction I have nowadays, and it didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like the overbearing parent, you know, once the kid goes away to college, they're going to they, go they're gonna be crazy. And, yeah. You know, so it's like you got to do, do a little bit of... Um, there's a little bit of give and take there. Yeah, for sure. Did you in, did you feel any of that, quick? Ian? Um, a little bit, but you know, like my. So I have a question to kind of follow up to that real quick. Yeah. Like more so for you, Adam, because Stephen got free reign and got to display his stuff on the walls and all of that. But were your parents collectors of anything? Because my dad was a collector of yep. certain things. So like, and I feel like we could talk about this probably off air more, but like he was a collector of certain things and he wanted to display his stuff, but uh, Ian could display his toys and what he liked. Uh, uh, <laughs> so was that a thing for you when you're, when you well, were growing yeah. up, like your parents being into things? Once I got a little older and I mean, this is even before 10, that whole thing about displaying on my bookshelf kind of went away. I just think that was a weird thing that generational thing but while my dad wasn't necessarily a collector like to our degree he would get cool things like he always had like a darth vader statue on his desk uh he even like he would get predator stuff because he liked predator um uh other than that just yeah he that's funny he was more into computers i mean he he had computers as early as i can remember and it was more of that and he was always doing things with electronics computers but yeah, he was, it's like, we're, it's almost like we're the same. I'm just expressing it materially in the world where he, he just more kept it, you know, inside. Um, That's fair. Yeah. And I think over time, I, I think, yeah, my parents embraced it. Cause I remember even when I lived on my own, 
for Valentine's Day, my mom would buy me like a McFarlane figure. Just she didn't know what I wanted. She was like, "Well, I know you collect stuff. Here's a zombie samurai. Seems like something you would like." And I'm like, "Yeah, actually." <laughs> Uh, nah, but uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, so you were getting the MSIA stuff, and then like, did you always like Gundam, or did you? Okay, so you've always even playing the games as they would come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I didn't play all the games. Like, uh, I started off with Gundam Battle Assault Two. I think that was my first Gundam uh, game on PS One, and then uh, I had Gundam Journey to Jabro, yeah. and uh dynasty warriors gundam came out and i was like oh my god this is like my game right here <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that's cool did so, you ever yeah. play that rise from the ashes on dreamcast or whatever no i had i knew somebody who had a dreamcast um but i don't i never played that game i don't think he ever had that game um i didn't really get a console until playstation 2 even though i had like mm. a sega genesis but i had yeah. all, my dad had had that for like Ever, I guess, and, and I don't even think there was Gundam games on for the American Genesis releases. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. which is crazy to think because everything else had, and I guess more in Japan. These games mm-hmm. came out anyway. Um, yeah. it, when did you get into Robot Spirits? Was it like did you notice as they released them, like when they were first coming out, or was it a little later? Um, so I started collecting again in twenty like late 2012 early 2013 and um i was like okay i you know i want to get some gundam figures you know like i wonder if those even exist still right like because i didn't i wasn't keeping up with toy collecting or anything like that so you were still looking looking for like the msia yeah like i looked for msia and i came across like uh robot spirits and wing zero had just come out coincidentally and I, I never had the uh, TV version of Wing Zero. I wanted a TV version of Wing Zero because I had the Endless Waltz version uh, from MSIA. So yeah. I wanted the TV version, and they had just released the, M- the Robot Spirits one. And so I had gone to a convention, and I had found it. Because back, back in 2013, Amazon was still kind of like an iffy thing for me, like, you know, buying online was still kind of like newish at that point, right? It wasn't like now where I'm like, all right, Amazon, here we go. Let's do it. Yeah. So went to like my first convention. I found that one. I found the original Strike Freedom release and uh, and uh, SH Figure Arts Goku, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I my, my childhood has been... <laughs> satisfied you know but like did and you i was like i'm not collecting notice? anything more i, that, I said <laughs> i'm not collecting anything else famous and then the rabbit hole happened i know yeah so did you immediately notice that these were more the collector grade figures and not the things that you played with when you were a kid they were definitely different but it was kind of like it i don't know i just kind of felt like i could just stick it on a shelf and i'd be okay with it like that you know and then as I kind of just got further along, I discovered uh, articulated comic book art um, through a couple of YouTubers that I had had happened to stumble upon to watch like figure reviews and stuff like that. Cause I was like, okay, let me see what this is all about. And so I found that and I stumped, that's how I got into the action figure photography stuff too. And so it kind of like was a spiral effect, if you will, <laughs> it just kind of blew up. 
Yeah, and so then is that when you like were getting into Mofex and SH Figure Arts? It was like after that part, after that time. So I was primarily a SH Figure Arts and Robot Spirits collector, and then Mofex didn't happen for me until later. Mofex yeah. has become more prominent for me lately, but I still have like a lot more SH Figure Arts and Robot Spirits than I do Mofex figures. Oh. But you know what, for me, for Moffex, it, it was when they came out with that Hush Batman that yeah. I was like, wow, this is like, because there's this thing in me that likes Batman. I remember when I was a kid, Batman Returns, buying all those variants <laughs> of Batman that made no sense. Um, but that Hush one, I was like, wow, this is like the ultimate Batman. And mm -hmm. the, the wired cape, I was like, wow, this is a premium figure. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the, they're amazing. And, you know, speaking of the Power Rangers, that was another thing. Once Hasbro got the license and they started coming out with the Lightning Collection, I went and got all the MMPR that I could. Uh, the last one I got yeah. was the Alpha and Zordon uh, mm -hmm. set. But, like, I, it's just, it's cool. Yeah, because I think there was a gap. Once I moved out of my parents' house, I was more about video games and going out with people. And I was just not buying action figures. I was buying G.I. Joes a little bit because they came out with this, like, Valor vs. Venom line that I thought was pretty sick. and. But other than that, I, I would maybe buy a Darth Vader here or there, mm -hmm. but I would just not buy action figures um, until I decided to sell off my video game collection because that physicality didn't have as much to it as an action figure would. So I was like, I can do gaming digital and not miss anything, but it's kind of cool to go back in action figures. Um, yeah. And were you saying there was kind of a gap for you too where you stopped and got back into it? Yeah, so I would say from junior high up until like I was like, like I said, about 22, 23, I wasn't really mm. into, I wasn't collecting anything really. Um, I did go back and like, maybe like, I think that was 2012, actually, also where I wanted the original Ultra Zord for uh, from Power Rangers, you know, because I oh. was like, oh, I need the I need a Megazord, you know, like, I've always wanted that one. And that was also when the legacy line was coming out too. So it was kind of like that, that kind of just reignited that. And oh, that's cool. I think it just was dormant in me forever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something that kind of triggers it. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, then I think you reached out to me because, was it because of a robot spirits video? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I found your channel uh, when I was, uh, that was when I had found out about the, uh, Yokohama Gundam in uh, Japan. Oh, they oh, had yeah. that Robot Spirits action figure, and I'd seen it on Ami Ami, coincidentally. And I was like, let me go look and see like if there's any reviews on this thing, because I'm like, you know, an RX-78 and in a different like look, that would be kind of cool to have, you know. And I like the fact that it had that uh, chain, that base, base around it yeah. to kind of house it. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go and look into this, and that's how I found your channel. And then I found your discord from the link and all of that in the description down below yeah well, you know what I, I just put two and two together because didn't i gift you that gundam you not, did. not even realizing that it was that video wow the way the universe works the synchronicities <laughs> that's, yeah that's, that's yeah I, I have it it's uh it's a really good figure and thank you again for for that that Hell was yeah. an amazing gift yeah so you some... mentioned... oh go ahead oh no i was just gonna say real quick because sometimes i just have too much stuff and it's oh, like yeah. sometimes I like, you know, to give things to people every once in a while, you know. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, 
No, no. Well, I was going to say, I mean, all three of us kind of have a similar collecting philosophy where we're not necessarily tied to collecting entire sets of things, but more just mm -hmm. the ones that we want. And so, you know, Adam, I know that you offload. Uh, yeah. When you I you can. kind of refresh the collection. It's like a like yeah. a churning uh, motion. But yeah, you mentioned uh, Ian shopping on AmiAmi and and watching Adam's review. What do you look for when you're you know shopping online for a figure? You know, obviously you want it to be a character or a sculpt or a mobile suit that you really enjoy. But you mm -hmm. know, what are you looking for as far as articulation goes? Maybe condition if it's a if it's a secondhand figure. What's what's kind of your criteria for like? Yes, this is a good buy uh accessories number one like i feel like if you're gonna buy something it it should be worth the price and adam and i talked about this on that g watch episode shameless plug <laughs> um about like the price of a figure what it what constitutes a good price on a figure well number one i would say accessories right so like the wound wart i will not be buying um right now just because i don't feel like it has enough accessories to it i think it's a cool design but i don't think that for the price it justifies the cost yeah. of it so so that's number one number two um like i i guess uh articulation wise i would say as long as the there it's not super limited like there's certain ones like you kind of just know that it's going to be a limited articulation set because of how big it is or something like that like the full armor double zeta that i just got not too long ago um it's chonky right and we know it's chonky be, uh, yeah. for a reason so yeah. i know the articulation is not going to be as limited so maybe the character based on the character itself like is it going to have that articulation that i would see if i'm going to pose it up in a certain way that it's going to have that same impact as if i was watching the show right yeah so something now, like that um can, can a figure be over articulated in your in your view like the marvel legends oh, figures yeah. where it's like just everything's mm -hmm. a ball joint it's just ball joints attached. oh that's regal tech actually regal tech oh, is yeah. a no is a no-go for me like i i have one regal tech figure i've actually owned two but i sold one of them because it was the uh regal tech war machine oh. um it had way sick. too much articulation. Yeah. Um, and the other one that I have is the is the Regal Tech All Might, but that's only because I wanted a All Might figure and all the other ones are just bleh. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's, it's interesting about the, the articulation because Steven, yeah, you're right. Sometimes they can be where there's too much where you're just seeing. I even think the, the GMG figures sometimes are like that, where it's just you're just seeing like the pins but it's almost one of those concessions where I'm like, you know, that's fine for that. Um, another thing, though, I wonder if you agree, Ian, is the thing with robot spirits are the effect parts. Like, having effect parts, I think, are just so awesome. I, I would think Gumpla would come with more effect parts. And, and that's kind of what leaned me over to robot spirits. There was that, the Master Grade Origin RX-7802 has effect parts. And that was my second Gumpla. So I was just thinking, oh... Effect parts are a thing, but no, uh, I, I had to go to Robot Spirits, but I, I love it. Like, and when Steven, you're talking about like, are there lines? Sometimes we only want to get specific things. I do think that 08 MS Team Robot Spirits line is like one of the only where I would collect all of them because they are just so good. Very anime effect pieces. Even you get the little hover truck, you get the little people. Uh, oh, it, yeah. It's amazing that they did that. 
It's funny you bring that up because I, I told a couple of friends, like when they first announced OHMS team, like if they ever did that, like, cause we didn't know what, we don't know what Bandai's pattern is half the time. They just kind of yeah. were doing stuff. And so you would kind of just hope that they would release something that you would really want. Right. But OHMS team is probably like my top tier, uh, pick if it was to be in an action figure line and they've done that my my wish has come true for that right and it, yeah. that was the line i said i'm gonna collect everything in that line can't do that for every line but that's the line that i'm gonna like i have to collect everything yeah and when i remember when i was getting into robot spirits i first i was getting the very anime of 0079 and i was like man as cool as these are i would love to have a ground gundam uh, like i yeah. hope they do that eventually and they did like you're right they not only did they do it, but they killed it. That's probably the best line they've come out with, even though other lines are good, like the Stardust Memory ones are awesome. Um, it gives you a lot of variety. I think that's the thing that this this particular line of Robot Spirits has been doing lately. It's giving you a little bit of everything. You get the ground stuff. You get a little bit of the flight stuff with the option part sets. You get the um, effect parts that come along with it, especially like the dust cloud effects or those yeah. blast effects. I love that. Um, the good flight type, I should have that by the end of the month, hopefully. Oh, and I cool. have two nice. of those coming. So, oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. The, so, the, the, coolest, the coolest one is that Alex with the Choban armor because it comes with individual, like, trails of smoke with the armor pieces at the end that you could just populate all over it. And that's, like, really awesome for an action yeah. figure. Uh, this is another, another example. That's a lot of attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, I because know. They could have just made like smoke clouds that you clip onto it, but yeah, no, they yeah they went individual pieces and even larger, larger smoke pieces that have parts to stick in debris flying out. Like it's it's crazy how much detail they put into that. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's it's amazing. I can't wait to see what they do with uh, Zeta because I'm pretty sure. At this point, it's almost expected uh, that they're going to tackle Zeta and double Zeta and yeah, just not just yeah, not just the main suits, but actually go through and give us. They need to update the Mark II. They need to. Uh, I mean, they did come out with that metal Zeta, but for a ver anime line, they could go back to the Zeta, um, the O. I, I I think there's a lot of like uh, obvious ones that would be awesome. Um, although sure. I, I will say the Cubelay. The Robot Spirits Cubelay is one of the best versions of the Cubelay. Um, I'm surprised how good it is. I it Actually, that Robot Spirits figure made me appreciate the Cubelay more because of just being able to hold it and like put things on it and be like, wow, this is really good. And it comes with the effect parts, with the funnels. Um, so, yeah, cool stuff. Um, so, uh, I want to ask you some other stuff about Gundam Lake. You started with Gundam Wing, but has there been a certain... Gundam show or movie that has kind of stand out as your favorite? Um, I'm going to guess Oh, MS team. Oh, MS team is probably like my favorite one. Um, cool. in terms of it's just, it's short enough it where it's not, it doesn't overstay. It's welcome. It kind of just each episode has like a, a through line to it in some capacity. And then towards the end, like how it, it and it's, essentially a love story at the end of it too yeah. like from beginning to end it's a love story even though 
some might argue it's a rushed love story, but that's the thing about time, like time, right? Like in an anime, you don't really know how much time is passing between yeah. these things and how much. So and I think they handled it well. I think they did yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and just seeing how these ragtag group of people come together and become more like a family and stuff like that, but especially by the end of the, the series, the OVA. Um, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's a good, uh, way to see camaraderie and i think uh in a way it mirrors what we have here in this community yeah th yeah that's a good way to put it uh, at the end of the day i mean i think a lot of what makes a show good is the interactions the relationships between the people especially when you're happy to see like i was zeta i love like emma as a character when they introduced her awesome character and then the fact that she left t the titans to go to Ayuga, i was like man she's even cooler and just the way she would interact with each person even oh, yeah. even with her love story uh, in that, it wasn't like a major deal, but it was just a, a neat little flavor of her character and um, the AU captain. Hankin? Uh, Hankin, yeah. yeah. Like, I thought that was a really cool, didn't have to do too much. But then I, you know, again, I see that in our Discord too, where we get to know each other. We have these inside jokes and, um, you know, the memes. Like, I love how... You know, Sway started just, he would just say robot spirits all the time, like just for fun. Oh, yeah. And then we started doing the emoji of the robot and the ghost. <laughs> and then, and then one day I did the metal hands and metal robot spirit, <laughs> you know, just little things like that. Um, and then you came Yeah, that up. would be a good t-shirt, would be the, the metal oh. robot ghost. Oh my just gosh. emojis. I'm stealing that, Steven. Thank you. Um, oh yeah. But, you know, but um, Ian, you came up with the gun dab or gun dabbing. Which was pretty cool because you got your robot spirits gun tank, and then you just posted a picture of it dabbing, and then after that, like, we just latched onto that. I made an emoji. Just, <laughs> yeah, board. everybody was just in love with it. That one took off really well. I love that. Yeah. And Sway is still advertising that, like, in every server that he's in that involves like model kits. He's like, "Hey, did you know gun tanks could dab?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That see that needs to be a shirt some way. I need to get that done, but I just don't want to, yeah. and I can't or I could, but I can't like use the actual photo of a figure and just sell it. I mean, I think that... I have an idea for that. We could talk about that off air. Oh, good. There we go. Cause I want to offer that up. And then, and then, yeah, that emoji robot spirit shirt. That's a good idea. Steven. I got, Oh yeah. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I wonder are like emoji trademark or something. Can I like, it, would I have to just make up them, which would be easy? I mean, I imagine probably not. I mean, the, they had that emoji movie, like, Oh, yeah, it's not like there's big emoji that's like controlling what what symbols people can see. That that would be kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> I mean, if they if there was, it was it would probably be like a pre order website, and there'd be scalpers that uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, just trying know, to right? I'm making a clunky <laughs> analogy, but um, no, that'd be good. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you, Ian. I think that um, Eighth MS team more than most uh, Gundam series has individual characters on that team that they each come to it with some personal baggage and then each of them actually gets their personal baggage resolved by the end of the story which is almost unheard of yeah mm -hmm. and it's even in a way where it's not as depressing as gundam can get even though it does have its dark side you know to it um well-rounded show even though i complain about the noses the way they draw the care but you know, I just got to get over not that. To, not to sound too punny, but it's very well grounded. 
Ah, uh, no, that was good. There it goes. Um, <laughs> no, is there are there any Gundam shows that you haven't watched yet that you're wanting to eventually get to? Because sometimes, especially when they're long series, it's like, how do you fit that in? You know. Uh, so I haven't seen I haven't seen Victory. Uh, I need to get I need to watch that. Uh, I'm kind of going. I feel like since I came into Gundam Explained and the Hatter, you know, universe that uh, <laughs> I've been going in order of UC. Like, oh, that's, so that's right cool. now yeah. I'm, I started rewatching Unicorn the other night. Oh, nice. uh, now that's that I've one. kind of seen everything and I'm getting like, re- like you mentioned, I'm getting all those references to things that I wouldn't yeah. have paid that close attention to. Like I got certain references watching it the first time, but I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember this reference popping up here and now i'm seeing it and i'm like oh my god this is great like yeah. i'm getting a new appreciation for unicorn and just uc as a whole right like right so i think that's something to appreciate about uc as a whole like you just all, all of these references eventually come back up in some way shape or form and it doesn't matter if it's been 12 years since the one year war or if it's been 12 uh, 20 years like by the time you get to hathaway's flash right like right or whatever that looks like so it's i'm getting a new appreciation for it so you know i've kind of i've seen obviously f91 the movie thing oh, yeah i need to go That's back good. and rewatch stardust memory but not in that movie form because i feel like the movie does a disservice oh, to yeah. stardust memory right yeah um because it really made me hate the pilot even i know a lot of people don't like ko as a pilot yeah. but it really made me hate him as a whole like i just don't like him i can't stand him the funniest thing about him is Gato. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because I feel like, yeah, he's not the typical badass pilot like that a lot of times these characters are in a way. I hate but, carrots. <laughs> yeah, but what I loved is when he would refer to Gato, I think, as like Sir, like because he was like scared. And I liked Gato because it's almost like he noticed that he was like this kid pilot. So he wasn't like being too hard on him but that was an interesting dynamic of almost the elder mentor and know the younger up and coming even though they were opposite sides but it, it was like it would remind me of like world war one dog fighting like there was that respect but then as the world unfolded they really had to battle each other um yeah and and i love that dynamic and i think that's almost and it could be the way it was written almost underplayed because that's not something you see a lot in in uh, the mecha anime or the the Gundam where yeah yeah it reminds me of the Red Baron you know how he would he would destroy the wing for the pilot to go land but he wouldn't kill the pilot he even land and talk to the pilot of the other to- uh, the other side and I thought that's a cool dynamic um it is yeah so I can't wait to go back and watch that um yeah. age I haven't seen age yet oh I'm I need to go and watch Gundam age yeah. Even though I heard that one's really bad, I've only seen one episode of Reconquista NG, so I need to go back and watch that too. I haven't seen that either. Um, Afterward, that's about. Oh, I need to watch Gundam X. Yeah, that, I have. That is that. good. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm right near the end. That that it's cool because it is more of a low key story. It's not like overly dramatic or doing crazy things. It's like kind of grounded in a way of like. The future it kind of has that Mad Max feel to it. Um, yeah, that's what about uh, turn A? 
Yeah, I was about to make a joke about I need to go and watch uh, and watch that mustache twirling uh, yeah. Gundam series. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's pretty cool. I haven't again. I haven't finished it because I'm trying to manage it. But I've watched like the first five episodes, and it's actually really good. It's just like a good show. Like, yeah, even if you're not thinking like things you want in Gundam, it's just the writing, the kind of the relationships between the characters and the world they're in. It's actually really interesting. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, well, there was something else I was gonna bring up. Was it about a show? Well, yeah. Are th- you've you told me about another anime, and I haven't watched it yet. I think it came out in mid two thousands, but it was designed or made by the Seed guy. Oh, Cross Ange. Yeah, Cross Ange. Yeah, and <laughs> and I gotta remember to watch that. But can you give a, a a brief breakdown of like what it's about? So. It's definitely one of those more fan servicey animes in a way, just to give a heads up for anybody who does go to look for it. Um, you can definitely see the seed inspired designs as far as like the colorings of the suit, the, the cro- uh, cross silhouettes or something like that. I want, it's been a while since I watched it. Oh, so. like the name of their mobile suits. It's like yeah. cross something. Okay. Yeah. So they start off as like air bikes or something like that. And then they transform into like a, uh, a, mech. a mech itself, which That's is really cool. cool. Um, and the pilots of these suits are all are only women. I guess they these suits mm. were only designed to be piloted by women. So, again, the fan servicey elements and all of that into it. But mm. the main character kind of reminds me of Stella from Seed Destiny. She looks oh, like her. Oh, Um or yeah, maybe a so, little bit less mentally disturbed. So does it remind you of Seed when when you're watching it? No. Oh, uh, cool. the only it only reminds me of like the seed uh the seed suits in the sense of the designs, like the colors, like the Villicus, which is the main suit, um, is definitely inspired by the freedom. Okay. You can and you can That's see cool. that and the Ryusei no uh Ryusei go I believe is what it's called is uh the red suit so you can see like a freedom and a justice kind of uh wow. design element to it but each cross uh each cross suit has its own like color scheme and design to it and uh they I think they use guns but they don't use there's no beam weapon weaponry or anything like that it's swords oh, and pretty guns. Neat. That's it. Pretty neat. Yeah, I, I got to check that out because, yeah, you guys in, in, in the Discord have, like, helped me find new shows that are, like, actually pretty cool. Uh, like, Zeo Rhymer, uh, mm-hmm. and then Gunbuster is another pretty good one. Um, Shout out to Goose, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what um, What's another anime that you think is a pretty good watch that you don't think gets talked about a lot? At least on our server. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, there's so, like we. I think uh, the ones that have been talked about so far have been pretty good. I mean, you know, in terms of mech, there's not a whole lot of mech animes out there that I can necessarily sit down and say I recommend this. Uh, mm. Like, I guess we've uh, already pretty much recommended. There's, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, maybe, hero- uh, well, uh, Aquarion is a cool is a cool oh, mech series. There's a couple of that, series yeah. of that. Um, Goose says one of them's not great, and I, I don't know. I like it enough where I could say, okay, it's watchable. It's not like it's so bad that you can't watch it, right? Like it's just definitely a different take on the Aquarion lore. Like they change it up so huh. the suit design changes at some point. 
So that would be one I would definitely probably recommend to you to watch. Um, other than that, I think uh, that's about it right now. Maybe Big O. Big O is a good one. Ah, uh, yeah. That that was when I remember being on Adult Swim or Cartoon Network or something, but I never yep. watched it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would it doesn't that feel one. like an anime because it, it, the animation style almost looks like Batman the animated series. Oh, it's very noir. It's very noir uh, style. It's a very in a very noir style. There we go. I could totally use okay. words today. No, that's, um, that's and it has yeah. like this dark component to it that I think you would like really like as far as like almost like a colony drop aspect to it. Okay, okay, kind of that high like. Um... Yeah, kind of like a scary real world situ situation that could occur that kind of affects the characters and, in a way. Yeah, and the suits are not so advanced. I mean, they're advanced, like they have an advanced component to it, but they're not so advanced that they rely on. You don't go to space; it's very grounded in its world and oh, cool, and all of that. So, I would definitely recommend that one. That's a really good uh, mech anime show if you want to watch something like that. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, no, that's cool, but um. Yeah, I guess we're getting near time, but before we get done with this show, anything you wanted to bring up? Did you want to plug anything at all? Sure. Um, so as far as my Instagram stuff, I've been a bit, little bit lax on it lately, but I'm hoping to start getting more back into that again. Streams hopefully will come back at some point. It's just I don't there's too much going on in my personal life right now to, sure. to stream. Um, but I am hoping to in the next little bit i'm not going to put a timeline on it even though goose wants me to um that we're going to be starting a podcast called crack in the plastic uh so stay tuned for oh, that yeah. it's going to be like an all-around like um model kit podcast with action figure talk and pop culture stuff so you know be good. we'll be uh giving each other a hard time talking a bunch of smack and uh, having a good time so hopefully you guys will tune in for that <laughs> which you guys are and good at that if anyone wants a sneak peek, check out any of the G watches yeah. that feature Ian and Goose. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're gonna be doing that, and uh, hopefully we'll get that off the ground soon. Like I said, just a lot of stuff going on that I'm trying right. to kind of iron out and get fixed, so that way I can do stuff like that. So yeah, well, cool. Well, yeah. In in the description, if anyone wants to visit his socials, I have Ian stuff down there. Um, yeah, Ian, thanks for being here. I thought this was perfect for. Man, me for me doing this for two years, a hundred live episodes. You've been a pivotal part of it. I thought it would be great for you to be on this one. Um, no, it's my pleasure. Glad yeah. to be here, and thank you. Yeah, no. So, and I guess that uh, just about does it, Stephen. Anything else I missed? Or I think we're good. I don't think so. I think we nailed it. Yeah, we certainly good one. Did. Well, no, thank you for joining me. This this was a yeah. lot of fun. No, it was. Yeah, it's good thanks, to have Steven. us three together chatting. Yeah, but um, we need yeah, to do this more to, often. Yeah, yeah, we should. In fact, I, I do want to plan that. So for those out there that watch this podcast or live show, I want to do it where it's multiple times a month I have guests because I think that is a lot of fun. It adds, you know, more to it and all that. Um, but yeah, thanks to everyone in the chat too. Um, it's great seeing the chat so active. Remember to leave a comment. Uh, and not It wouldn't be in the chat, but it'd be a comment under the video that enters you in the giveaway for the high-grade aerial that I'll be uh, giving away. And then there's that other video with the other giveaway. Also check the supporter uh, stuff. Yeah, YouTube or Patreon where you can watch the, the G-Watch podcast we do exclusively. There's also behind-the-scenes videos. And then um, this month I'm going to be releasing a Shars Counterattack commentary. 
Um, very interested to see what people think about that. But uh, anyway, uh, that does it. So I'll see y'all later.